TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is on vacation this week. Today we are joined by Sonoma State political scientist Dr. David McEwen. All this week on the State of California, we have focused on the Central Valley and its importance to state politics. The politics of the Valley are distinct and yet challenging to much of the orthodoxy of California as a blue state. Today, we wanted to wrap up the week with some perspectives on the Central Valley and how there are even more subtle differences between the northern and southern portions of the Central Valley itself. So, Professor, appreciate your time this week. You've been great. Uh, What are some of the nuances to pay attention to here in the Central Valley as we wrap up this week and then look to the future in this area and beyond? Well, good afternoon, Brett and Patty, and happy Friday. And as we look at the Valley and as we've looked at all this week, uh, there's certain silos of populations. And then there's dispersions, right? There's different populations that have been dispersed. But how the voters and the citizens are acting in the Valley has been quite different. We've seen, as opposed to lurches to and fro that we've seen, like we see nationally. And even there's some anomalies with certain districts. If we look in Congressional District 22, that's where David Balladeo, a Republican, uh, has been reelected seven times by voters in and around that area. There are more Democrats in that district than Republicans, but there's also more Latinos uh, than we've seen before. But those Latinos tend to vote more conservative in these areas. So today's guest is someone who's been around the Valley for some time and can also kind of enlighten us to some of the nuances that we see north and south and across the Central Valley. It'll be a nice bookend to uh, everything we've covered this week. To discuss it further, we're going to turn to the KCBS Ring Central Newsline and speak with our guest, Nicole Parra, former member of the California Assembly. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Well, thank you very much, all of you. You are a Central Valley native from Bakersfield and also someone who has served and observed Central Valley politics for years. How is the Valley important for understanding California politics? Uh, you know, it really is. I've been, you know, working on campaigns since I was 14 years old, walking to school bond in Lamont, one of the rural areas of Kern County. And I'm 53 years old now. I was elected to the state assembly when I was 30 years old and worked uh, as a district director in Kings. And so and, and, you know, represented this area from 2002 to 2008 and most recently, you know, worked on a school bond in 2016 and then have been helping, you know, elect local leaders. Um, so I say that. Because, you know, the best way to get a sense of the voters in the in the Central Valley and in the different pockets is when you go door to door. And that's what we're really losing is, you know, that retail politics and what's happening, especially now as the floods. Uh, you know, I spent three weeks uh, up and down in Tulare County and Allensworth and Alpaw. And no state elected official has um, actually gone into the communities. They rely on staff. They rely on updates. They rely on uh, Zooms. And you know what? That's really, 
you know, when you look at why we're losing Democrats uh, over the years in Democratic safe seats, well, there's a disconnect between voters in the more rural parts of the Central Valley to the ones that are more that see their electeds, that see the benefits of voting for someone uh, and the outcome of that. Nicole, thank you for uh, joining us today. And how important is it office holders to show up and be seen in the valley versus working, say, on legislation in the respective capitals? You know, it, you know, 25 years ago, um, it was something that was expected, whether it was Cruz Bustamante working in Fresno, uh, you know, and, you know, the supervisor, my father was down in Kern County 15, 20 years ago. And you were that when, you know, you were there and you were talking about and bringing your county staff and the state and the federal. I'll never forget when Congressman Dooley was in office and I was in the assembly and my dad was supervisor, we would go around and have community meetings. So when someone asked, and that's another thing that's not happening is the town halls. But, you know, go around and they would ask a question and it wasn't let me get back to you or let my staff answer that. It was literally like, here's the federal. You want to talk potholes? Here's, you know, the county supervisor. You want to talk about ag? Here's the ag commissioner. And really the importance of elected officials being in the area, being, you know, hosting in-person events, knocking door to door. It's almost like COVID pivoted and gave an excuse for those members and legislators who don't want to do it, never liked it to really just stay in Sacramento and focus on committees. And that's why you're seeing so many close races, in addition to people feeling so disconnected uh, here in the Valley. So interesting, because you are the second guest to to point that out. Very much to be said about pressing the flesh and getting out into the districts. Mm -hmm. Let's dive into policy here a little bit. While the focus is often on farms and agriculture and water in the Central Valley, even often the politics of oil, what are other emerging issues of importance there? Well, we're going through, so um, my day job, so I moved back to Kern County about two years ago, and so I was uh, offered uh, by our, our chancellor at the Kern Community College District to kind of lead uh, our, the energy work, and so I'm now executive director of the California Renewable Energy Lab looking at uh, carbon management, microgrids, and clean energy, clean transportation. In Kern County, where we're, you know, the number one producer of oil, but we also provide the state 60% of renewables with our wind and solar farms. So we're really, I'm really now at ground zero when it comes to looking at what that energy evolution of our petroleum industry as they're moving into more renewables. And we're also, you know, a Lorelei at the county permitting more um, renewable. In fact, you know, whether... And, and, and the government's asking us at the federal level, Department of Energy, let's, let's put some um, grants together and look at what, de- what technologies work and what don't, what do not work, right? So direct air capture, um, hydrogen projects, um, we've got microgrids, battery storage, all of these things are occurring. And at the community college level, for us, it's developing curriculum. It's working with our labor brothers and sisters in pre-apprenticeship programs. It's really supporting the bachelor uh, at the community college level. We have one here in Kern in the industrial automation. So what we're trying to do, and you're talking about the issues, whether it's ag, whether it's water, whether it's petroleum, how are we going to help counties that have relied on those industries to be able to backfill when those um, uh, industries are decommissioning assets and, do, and doing other things with the property values, right? 
So we are jumping in and saying, okay, if we need to provide X amount and get to carbon neutrality by 2045, 2050 at the federal level, how can we bring everyone together? But that movement's happening at the local level and not with our elected officials. The, 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 the mandates are coming from Sacramento, but explaining that in the communities. You know, when I'm out there talking about renewable energy or microgrids, you know, the community is hungry for information. They want to know what does it mean to buy an electric vehicle? You know, Teslas aren't really driven here in Bakersfield, and the rebates are mostly given in two zip codes outside the valley. So how do people who are gardeners and truck drivers, and we don't have mass transit, how could they take and be brought into the clean energy revolution, and, and who's explaining it to them? And it's another disservice that I feel that is happening, the disconnect between our elected officials, and we only really kind of see them when they're running for office. Nicole, when we look at California as such a blue state, right, and one of the themes this week has been the number of independents or or purple people, if you will, particularly in the Valley and and how that affects what's going on in state politics. How have you seen changes going those that are no party preference or in the middle? Oh, well, the no party preference, when you're walking households, what's interesting, what always kind of happened in the Valley, let me take you back about 15 years ago. In Kings County, I would walk to houses and the wife was a Democrat and the husband was a Republican. They were very good about, they wanted to see mail from both candidates. They wanted to know, and, and that's a very um, educated kind of voting family, right? And then you get out again into some of the rural areas and you're seeing pockets of conservatism. You know, in Arvin Lamont, first generation, very conservative on social issues. Uh, You know, when I used to go and talk about being a pro-choice candidate, it was like, you know, the Bible was brought out, right? And so then, but when you start talking economics and start talking about, you know, sustaining and opportunities and education, and they knew me, that's what made the difference. So, so it's, it's, there's where the purple in the Central Valley, but there's red and blue, depending on, I truly believe your rural or urban location within the Valley. Well, thank you so much for talking to us. We appreciate it. Our guest has been Nicole Parra, former former member of the California Assembly and Executive Director of the California Renewable Energy Lab. Also, a big thank you to Dr. David McEwen. You can hear the State of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
hearts. <laughs>